Today, documentary films are experiencing a major renaissance, and for good reason. But why are audiences increasingly choosing fact over fiction? Is it a dearth of realism, like endless comic book sequels and end-of-the-world action movies? Are viewers choosing authentic storytelling over spectacular visuals and far-fetched plots? Or maybe it's because docs f***ing rule. Hi, I'm Paco Romain. And I'm George Chen. And we host SupDoc. We didn't go to film school. We're just two comedians that dork out on docs. And since 2015, we've been recapping amazing documentaries with comedians, actors, and filmmakers like legendary comedians Dana Gould and Todd Glass. Musicians like Yacht and Dan Deacon. And even media stars like Jesse Thorne and Francesca Fiorentini. The AV Club called us enlightening, and Boing Boing said SupDoc is a great idea for a podcast. So find us wherever you get your podcasts or join us at SupDocPodcast.com. And follow us on social media at Subdoc Podcast. To the Escapist Comics Podcast, I'm Jacob Rubin. I'm Jessica Balboni. And uh, yeah, it's been another exciting two weeks of comics being released to stores so you can read them. Yay, reading <laughs> at stores. Oh, yeah. don't. Or maybe you can't read at stores. Yeah, oh, I hope no one's reading at the stores. Yeah, I hope not either. We're not a library. No, we're not a library. And I, I've never said that to someone, <laughs> but it's Hey, implied. kid, this is not a library. Yeah. But you can buy comics. Please do. Please buy comics. And there's plenty of great comics to buy. There are. Should we start with the first one we both read? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dark Knight's Death Metal is a series that has been, I mean, one of the more popular ones of the last year or so. Years. I think it's like been several years now. Really? Yeah. So you've been, I haven't really been reading it. Me either. Okay. (laughs) However, when the Batman Who Laughs, who's essentially the main villain of this entire series, Mm -hmm. became a thing, I wasn't working at comic book stores and I just had my fingers in my ears running around the ocean going, I don't care what's going on. (laughs) You did not have that luxury. No, I did not. So what was, before reading this, what was your take on Batman Who Laughs? I mean, I knew he was a Batman. Okay. Who laughed? <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> My favorite thing about Batman Who Laughs, and this isn't a joke, but like the the Joker was taken from right. the movie The Man That Laughs. Or yeah. Man, so I think that's kind of cool that they're like, let's go back to like the Joker's origin. Yeah. Well, I mean, so I knew he was like part Joker and he was part Batman. Right. And I knew he made several other Batman slash Jokers. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, I mean, and I knew I tried to read several of the side series about him. I thought he was an interesting-looking character, but yeah, that's pretty much all I well, can like get. The, I don't get the thing covering his eyes that's like... It's like a Jordy LaForge visor, but like death metal. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like that, That's it. He's just wearing a lot of jewelry, which bothers I, me. I don't know why... So, okay, so the, we find out his full origin in this. Okay, let's, let's do the full title here. Right. Dark Knight's Death Metal... Legends of the Dark Knights, number one. Right. Oh, this is a, the beginning of a series. I don't think so. I thought it was just a one shot. It's just called, num- but it is called number one. They didn't they know say that. one shot. They know that moves books. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. This is also the hottest book of the week. Uh, the one in 25 variant, which mm-hmm. had a cool dinosaur on the cover. Uh, oh, that's the bat. Tyrannosaurus Rex, right? That we called Bat Batmanosaurus Rex. Batmanosaurus Excuse Rex. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, that cover sold for anywhere from two hundred to four hundred and fifty dollars. Wow. So yeah, this is like the big deal, and supposedly all because it was Robin King's first full appearance. I also had no idea who that was. Robin King. Robin King. King Robin. Oh, that's the Robin, the King of Pain, from this Peter J. Tomasi story with uh, Riley Rossmo art. Correct. Okay. He also appears in the next issue of the regular Dark Knight series. Dark Knight, the next. Okay, so yeah. that's what they want. They want us to be really excited about. So this essentially functions as so. There's many, many evil Batman that compose the Dark Knights, mm-hmm. and this gives us the origins to most of them. Yes. Yeah. And sort of. S- yeah. Sort of. <laughs> Uh, And they do, like, a nice description, I think, in the beginning as well, which I thought they did as 
in the regular Dark Knight series, but then when I read it, I still had no idea what was going on. What I like yeah. about this book, um, even in some of the very short stories, you get a very good idea of what's happening in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's because there's a combination of writers or, you know, the artists are just doing a very good job of telling the story, but I was very clear on what was happening after reading this which when I tried to jump into many of the other series, I just couldn't no way. figure it out. They're opaque. They're very opaque. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this was actually, if you wanted to just jump into this series, this is a very good starting place. Mm-hmm. Um, we still have a few copies left. I think this is going to be a very hard book to find. They're probably going to do a second printing. I would um, imagine. They could do covers of, for the series forever. Oh, yeah. All these different characters. Yeah. Uh, Evil bat car. I mean, what? There's the fact that King Robin isn't even on this cover no. when he's like the breakout character. He was on the one in twenty five. Oh, uh, sure. So that was that was another reason why it was so hot, mm. hot cover of the week. Um, yeah, it's crazy how much those covers go for at this point. Uh, which I didn't. Another thing I didn't understand uh, about that Robin King story, which has really cool art by um, uh, Riley Rossimo. Um, so this Robin King guy, spoiler alert, guys, by the way, if you don't know anything about him. Um, so he's a Bruce Wayne in another dark. There's all these dark universes, basically. That's mm-hmm. what they tell you about. Um, and he gets raised by Alfred. His parents are still alive, you know, obviously in the beginning. But Alfred's sure. pretty much just raising him. He's obviously a psychopath. Yeah. Like the first... Killing cats and bats and putting them in microwaves and dissecting them. From the very beginning, he's like, we see him hitting Alfred in the face with his rattle and like choking that fish. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's just a little psychopath. Yeah. Um, and then it ends up that he, he kills his parents mm-hmm. and Alfred knows, but he still tries to protect him. Um, until eventually like Gordon figures it out. Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. Or uh, Detective Gordon at this point. Um, and he comes to arrest you know, young Master Bruce. And, I guess, yeah, arrest a 10-year-old. Yeah, a 10-year-old, yeah. <laughs> and Alfred tries to stop him to killing uh, the detective. And uh, then he murders Alfred. And that's when he becomes this Robin King character. That's like his origin. That's the weird. Yeah. And you pointed this out before we started recording. It's yeah. very weird that he becomes Robin when he has no connection to the Graysons. He yeah. has no connection to like no. Robin. Like, I mean, if it, it, they even show him dissecting bats at the beginning. I don't know why he would just become like bat, Batman. Just call yeah. himself Batman. Yeah. He could just be a little bat, a little bat guy. He could be bat boy. I don't know. Something like that. Why wouldn't he be the prince of bats? Yeah, because if oh, because Prince recorded a song from the Batman movie. Oh, okay. So that's why. That's why. Yeah, then he'd have to look like Prince. Yeah, so it makes no sense why. Where's that universe in here? (laughs) Universe where Prince becomes Batman. It's coming up. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah, I want to read that comic. Uh, yeah, so it doesn't make any sense why he becomes a Robin. Maybe, maybe it's somewhere else. We just don't know about it because we haven't been reading this comic. I know that the... Well, but this is his first appearance. This is his first appearance. Yeah, so maybe they'll but, get into it in the later... That's what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. But but the Batman who laughs, he has like a little army of Robins. Yeah, that he keeps on chains. Yeah, so maybe... Which is aesthetically pretty cool. That, that one is, is kind of cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't want to like anything about this character because he looks stupid and I feel like he represents a period of comics that I think is going in kind of the wrong direction. 90s? <laughs> <laughs> the 90s are back, y'all. Oh, yeah, all the glittery covers and all of the... I just don't like people just buying comics to not read and look at their shiny covers. Yeah, and put in bags and, like, just... Yeah. yeah. The, the, the speculative... The comic speculative market, it, it, I do think it's really funny, and I probably shouldn't, but I do think it's really funny when uh, it ends up being nothing, and people yeah. are so, so excited about this new character, and then nothing... Like, right. uh, Joker's Daughter. I think we talked about the Joker's yeah, Daughter craze that, yeah, in a previous episode. Two weeks ago. Yeah, really funny when yeah. it's just like, ha, 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 you guys wasted your time. Yeah. I'm sure the market will drop out on this as well. Yeah. Um, another thing in the very beginning there's a bunch of Alfreds dissecting mm-hmm. uh, the Batman who laughs. And is he actually the ba- the what is he called? The Batman no, Manhattan? I, yeah, the Batman Hatton. Batman Hatton. So in case you don't read this comic, <laughs> which you probably won't, um he finds a way to turn he finds another Bruce Wayne and he turns him into Dr. Manhattan. 
Like, they're dying in all the Watchmen stuff. Um, And then he stabs him with an atomic knife. Why isn't he naked? Oh, well, Dr. Manhattan sometimes wore, like, briefs like that. Like, before he decided to be naked, oh. he he wore, like, a full costume that gradually got smaller and smaller. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and this was the one. He's wearing these briefs when he's destroying Vietnam. Like, in oh, Vietnam. that's right. He did. And that became, like, the marketable Dr. Manhattan. Like, when they made action figures and hero clicks and everything, he's not naked on those. That's too bad. You have to do, do that yourself. Somebody came in looking for hero clicks the other day. Oh, yeah. We shouldn't sell them. No, ever. They're, it's a fun game. It's a niche market. But th- that's, that's no. I mean, that's the first time somebody asked for hero clicks in the last, like, six, seven years. Right. <laughs> Tells you something. We can order them. We won't. We won't, no. No. <laughs> oh, I didn't even know there was a Dr. Manhattan hero click. They should make a yeah, naked they, variant. They made, when the movie came out, they made, um... Watchmen, like it was, it was a box set. It was like the oh my god, it was like two feet tall, and it came with a very tall Doctor Manhattan, like the one from the Vietnam scene. Not a naked variant. And I think the little one, like he wasn't painted with clothes. The big one was okay, but little one. I mean, because it's so tiny, you can't see anything. So it's like whatever. And but it was in a sealed black box, so I guess that was the way they could do like adult. <laughs> but it had like two Rorschachs and Night Owl and comedian, and it had everybody. It was really, it was fun. Did it come with a button? No, but you could get those. I know. You can get them in. When I was in high school, I had one of those, and I wore a trench coat everywhere, and I wore a button, my Watchmen button, and I was the coolest kid. Everybody wanted to smooch. <laughs> I'm sure they did. I was did. just smooching all the girls <laughs> with my trench coat and my Watchmen pin. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> then I got rid of that. Then I just started wearing a Green Lantern ring until college. <laughs> That's not made up. That's true. I have all of them. Yeah. But you don't wear them. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. I was like, why would I buy it? I'm not going to wear it everywhere. <laughs> but I do wear lots of other very nerdy things. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we both have, like, comic book tattoos. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. I have a whole arm. <laughs> yeah. I only have one on my leg, but it's still. You're still working your way up. Yeah, I'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be doing the Dr. Manhattan symbol on my forehead. <laughs> Soon enough. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, okay. okay. I, no, this is a cool question. If yeah. you had to get a real tattoo, like a character in a comic who has a tattoo, and you had to get that tattoo, what tattoo would you get? A comic book character that has that tattoo? Yeah. So, like, I mean, there's not that many characters that I... Like, yeah, the old school ones don't really have tattoos very much. No. Okay. But who would you get? Uh, um, Nuke has the American flag covering his whole face. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't get that, No, though. I wouldn't get that. No. I do think... See, the, the, another comic that I looked at today, uh, X-Factor, has Dakin, Wolverine's son. And I think his, like, spirally tribal tats are like, oh, those are kind of neat and inoffensive. They're not neat. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's, like, what every frat guy ever like gets on his like he's like I need to get a cool sleeve let me yeah. get this cool tribal sleeve look at you, this comic book guy has one well if I have to get a tattoo <laughs> mm-hmm. that a real comic book character has yeah there's not I mean okay well I guess there's a tattooed man from Green Lantern who just has like everything there you go he's got like a sailboat and like a bird <laughs> a and like a gun so he can just have a gun but that's just a cool power. Yeah. Did you, oh, yeah. Just all your tattoos are magic. And yeah. Then, yeah. That's that's he's that's one rad. of the best powers. Yeah. Damn it. Why don't I like whenever anybody asks me, ooh, what like cool power like would you have? Mm-hmm. I always forget about that one. Tattooed man. The tattooed. Well, man. because you you have to like your power. You can get new powers whenever you want, but it's limited to what you can put on your body. Uh-huh. So you'll eventually run out of space unless he has some ability to. I mean, you can just them. get it. Yeah, you could. Just get it removed and get a new tattoo. <laughs> what's the what's the Seems remo- like take a lot of What time. kind of laser did they have to remove magic tattoos? I feel like the tattoos would fight back. Well no, you're controlling them. That's yeah. Unless you have like another power where your tattoos are coming to life all the time. Like Toy Story? Yeah. Tattoo story. <laughs> Ooh, this thing writes itself. Right. Shit, we shouldn't have talked about it on air. That's literally uh, that's literally in Moana though. His tattoo comes to life and like is like his conscience. Maui? In what? In Moana? Oh, yeah, the little Moana. tattoo on him is like, hey, you should like... He doesn't speak, but he's the thing that makes Maui not be a dick all the time. That's true. Yeah. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> I'd get Maui's tattoos. Everyone already copies the rock all the time. I'd get the rock. I'd get the Brahma bull. The, the bull raising the eyebrow that he had in the 90s? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> 
I always just, I've been watching the Titan. I shouldn't know. I'm not going to talk about this. I'm not talking about what reality shows I'm watching. The right Titan now. Games. Yeah, With- my dad already listened to the podcast. and He's like, I can't believe how many how many reality shows you're watching. <laughs> Well, that's good, but that's like a game show. It is like a game it's show. It's like Floor is Lava isn't a reality show. No. Yeah. I can't. We, Mark won't watch that one because they're too loud. They are really loud. <laughs> <laughs> and like some of the episodes, I, I swear to God, we'll stop talking about Floor is Lava, but um, some of the episodes, the people on them are genuinely obnoxious, but it means that it's a hard game. So when they eat shit and fall in the lava, which yeah. by the way, wasn't just water with lighting. It's not? It's not. I thought it was Is too. it lava? <laughs> No, there's something in it, and it has like a distinctive smell. Like the, ho- I read an interview with the host where he's like, it, it, it kind of has like a sweet smell. But like, what? You, you fall in it, and then what do you? Do you disintegrate? I guess. <laughs> we never see them again. We never see them again. They actually filled it with lye. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, yeah. it is COVID time. Make it entertaining. <laughs> Got to be di- uh, disinfected. It's a okay. good show. So, back to, uh, back to um, Legends of the Dark Knight. Dark, Dark Knight's Death Metal, Legend of the Dark Knight's Issue 1 Speaking by DC Speaking of death, it's a good segue. Yeah. Uh, the one I was most disappointed with was the Batmanosaurus Rex. So, I'm reading this now, and it appears that what happened was... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he It was Batman. He was in the Batcave, and okay. it collapsed. Okay. Then... And he was trapped in there. And remember how in whenever you see Batman's the Batcave, he's got like the treasure room. Right. And yeah. he's including the T-Rex. The T-Rex, yeah. So I think that he used the technology in the Batcave mm-hmm. to transfer his brain into the T-Rex. And the problem with the text here, yeah. uh, not to dig Marguerite Bennett, but the problem with the text here is that it doesn't make that clear enough. At all, really. Yeah. Yeah. And then it just shows like him eating all of the inmates. But yeah, and then it's just like the scarecrow. I guess he, the scarecrow is like telling us this story. Yeah, because if you look at the captions, they kind of look like they're, they're surrounded by straw. Yeah, they're kind of his color palette. I mean, they only give her two pages to be fair to like tell us the story, but you can still tell it. In right? one in one caption, in it could have been like he had a brain switching machine. Yeah, you know, <laughs> he melded his mind with the T Rex. <laughs> Did you, did you see Thank You for Smoking? Yes. My favorite moment in that movie, and one of my favorite moments in movies ever, is when they're coming up with the sci-fi story about the smokers, and it's like, oh, well, but they can't smoke in space because it's an oxygen-rich environment. Oh, well, all we have to do is have a line where they're like, thank God we invented the whatever device, and then yeah. we're good. Yeah. <laughs> That's this. Yeah. Exactly. Thank God I invented the machine that allows me to switch my brain with a T-Rex robot. Yeah. We're done. We're done. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted more with the dinosaurs. That's all. I feel like there's going to be... Because he's Batmanosaurus Rex has been popping up in the like backgrounds and crowd scenes. Mm-hmm. He's going to get a good page, and then he's going to die in some glorious way. No, he's definitely going to die. Is he a bad guy? It's like remember when they killed a giant in uh, Game of Thrones? Yes, and that was like, oh shit! We thought yeah. the giant was such a big deal, and when they bring him down, that really felt like yeah, yeah, it was like that. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Uh, there's also a really good story with uh, Frank Avia, and it's like uh, yeah. this crazy cult. It's like cult Batman, mm-hmm. and he sacrifices Damien to the cult. Oh, crazy. Yeah, so that was pretty amazing. And then I believe he sacrifices himself, too, at the end. Um, it's just like, the so it's like the whole cult of Gotham. Fantastic use of Frank Avia. Mm-hmm. If you're going to have Frank Avia on a book, this is the kind of book you should have him on. Mm-hmm. And Frank Thierry writing, this is, yeah, this was yeah. rad. And then uh, Daniel Warren Johnson does a whole Road Warrior Batman. Mm-hmm. That's and then the last story I believe is uh, it's Garth Ennis and Joel Jones doing Bat Baby. This is Garth Ennis. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. And he does a really messed up Bat Baby story. Yeah. Where there is a Bat Baby. Uh, Batman set up his brain to transfer into a clone in the event that he died, but the problem is he forgot to make the clone an adult. Why is it blonde? Why is the baby blonde? I don't know. I guess some babies are blonde and their hair gets darker, but I'm always thinking Batman is having, like, jet black hair. Yeah. Maybe he starts off blonde, like you said. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, just a bunch of, like, either fun stories or informative stories. Mm -hmm. I don't know why Man Bat's on the cover. There was no man bat. Uh, I and also there's that <laughs> that other Batman with the the kind of red logo, who looks sort of crazy. Oh yeah, that yeah. Guy. I, I bet they did the cover before they knew what was going to be in the cover. Yeah, because <laughs> the man bats are also a major thing. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, you also read another comic. Yeah, uh, I was seeing a lot of good stuff about X Factor number one. Mm-hmm. Um, X Factor, which how many different t- X Factor teams have there been? Like yeah, six? At least. Yeah, because we had the founding members of the X-Men. Mm-hmm. We had uh, the strong guy, Jamie Madrox. We had uh, um, Jamie Madrox Detective Agency. Uh, yeah, but... X Factor at its core always seems to be like people doing different types of tasks. It's not just a regular superhero book. Right. Um, so this one at the very beginning, North Star. Did you read this? No. Okay. North Star, uh, who has a, a psychic connection with his sister Aurora, wakes up and goes, "Oh my God, Aurora's dead. I know she's dead, but he can't prove it." Right. Then this becomes very challenging unless you're aware of what's happening right now in X-Men comics. Oh, shit. <laughs> if you are not aware of what's happening in X-Men comics and you were thinking about getting into them, right now would be a very bad time to start. <laughs> because this is, without question, the most confusing the continuity has ever been. Yes. Reading House of X was like read, was like taking a final exam in X-Men knowledge. <laughs> it, everything's in there. Yeah. So many characters. You have to know more about Mr. Sinister than I know. I was complete, I don't know anything about Mr. Sinister, really. Krakoa, who barely was a character before, it just appeared in one issue. All right. Um, and all these other things happening. Eye Guy, or his name is Eye Boy, and his power is he's covered in eyes. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he can see things that other people can't see. Eye Boy sucks as a name. Eye Guy was right there in front of you, and he <laughs> walked right by it. God damn it. Anyway, um, so now, and but the, the key thing is that all mutants live on the island of Krakoa. Right. Through the plants and natural vegetation generated by Krakoa, they can have access to any kind of technology anything they want they can do. Most importantly, any mutant that dies, they can bring them back to life. Right. Every mutant brain is like, they explain how this all works in House of X, but they're cataloged, and if you and they have your genetic code, and they have your memories, and if you die, they can just bring you back. It just takes, like, a ten-minute ritual from these five people. Right. Um, so Northstar's like, my sister's dead. So he goes to say, hey, the five, can you bring my sister back? And they're like, there's a whole thing. You have to have proof of death. We can't just bring people back if we don't know that they're dead, because yada, yada, yada. So he assembles a team, and the team is made up of Polaris, Rachel Summers, I boy, Dakin for some reason, Wolverine's son who is horny all the time, uh, and uh, I think his name is Prodigy. This gentleman, uh, who's if you have the comic in front of you, he's uh, in the lower left corner wearing the most classic-looking X-Men costume, and he appears to have like some sort of detective pa- de- technology, like he can you know access credit card records and he's pretty social media. recent, right? Yeah, he's yeah. a new one. Yeah, uh, him and iBoy are very new. Dakin is also pretty new, and everyone else is like seventies, seventies, eighties, and. In this one comic, I'll give X-Men credit, I'll give the writers credit, they solve the mystery. <laughs> Aurora, Aurora's back. Okay. At the end of this comic, Aurora's back. Yeah. Then they go to... I'm going to spoil the whole thing. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you how they solve it, but they solve it. <laughs> then they go to uh, the the Council of Twelve, the mutant leaders, with like Xavier, Magneto, and Apocalypse, and Sinister, and everybody, and they, ga- they go, hey, we think that we should have a team where their whole thing is solving missing m- mutants and murdered mutants, figuring out what's going on with them. Okay. And that's what this comic is about. All they do is they're, it's, it's a mystery-solving X-Men book. These are like... X-Factor is a mystery-solving... Yeah, but I think that it's going to be like, a, you know, a random mutant character that you forgot about. Like, I'm not, I was going to say someone else from Alpha Flight. Who's writing it? Uh, Williams. Williams. Um, let me see. Like Although it's, 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 it reeks with uh, um, Hickman influence. Leah Williams. Le- okay, Leah Williams. David Baldion doing the, the He's art. pretty good, He's yeah. really good. I like this. Um, and then they allude to something else happening, maybe at the end. Oh, it's got all those Hickman. All the Hickman, all the all Hickman, Hickman stuff. stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of cases of people have been reporting to Sage, because Sage keeps track of this sort of thing, all okay. the missing and uh, suspected dead mutants. And now these guys are going to find them and drag their bodies back to Krakoa and bring them back to life. Because that's what X-Men comics are now. Shouldn't, because, okay, one one thing, maybe they explain this. Shouldn't Krakoa, because it's all knowing and all the plants are, like, super smart or whatever, and... Mm-hmm. Shouldn't they just, like, know where all the mutants are? Like, Professor X should... He's got the, like, the helmet on all the time. Right. Shouldn't Cerebra just, like, know where the mutants are? Well, uh, what's what's great about Xavier's powers is mm-hmm. that they are exactly as strong as you need them to be for the story. <laughs> because it says... I remember in House of X, Powers of X, right. when I read the, the collection, yeah. it says that he, through his own mental will, has storage of every mutants current memories up to the moment he does he does this every few days or every week yeah. or something he just takes like like backs up the hard backs it up on a hard drive in his right. brain yeah so he's doing that while also leading the mutants 
fighting evil when necessary, going to alternate dimensions, uh, hanging out with Magneto, maintaining all of his bodily functions right. while still doing this. So if you are going to say to Xavier, how about you do this thing, too? I feel like that's too much. Yeah. Still. Still. <laughs> and they have a telepath. The, the people's powers in this are bonkers. Because you have Dakin, right. who is claws, plus he can make anyone attracted to him. And I guess he's bi. <laughs> okay. Um... Or pan or whatever. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's not. He's definitely not straight. He's, okay. there's, there's a, he's definitely not straight, and he's definitely not just gay. Well, that's cool. There's a lot going on. Um, <laughs> uh, North Star, uh, flight and speed. Right. Uh, Polaris, metal. But then... Wait, isn't North Star... So are they like a couple? Is like Dakin and... And North, North Star? Star's married. Oh, that's right. To a, to a non-mutant. Right. Uh, and and who, who shows up at the very beginning of this comic but isn't doing anything. They're still married, though. They're Good still for married. them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, we don't even say his name. They don't, they, he, he shows up on the first I remember when they page. got married that that was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Okay. Good for that. And then Polaris, who's super powerful. Yeah, who's Magneto's daughter. Yeah. But then you have Rachel Summers, who's not just a telepath. She can, like touch an object and see its whole history through time. Right. Um, I guy whose powers are, I guess, whatever you need. <laughs> and then Prodigy, who's even less defined. <laughs> Lord. Like, remember when you had, like, a trading card of a character and their whole all their powers were distilled into, like, seven words? Yeah. And now it's like, you'd have to write like, like, a, a whole, like a whole an page. essay yeah. <laughs> about their powers. Just like, so Prodigy can do this. And he could do this. He can't do this. Well. <laughs> Does he tell you what he can do? No, they really don't get they into really Prodigy's powers get into at it. all. Yeah. I boy. I called him I guy again because it's a better name. It is a better name. They should go back. It's and also like... the name of a Power Rangers villain who was made of eyeballs. Uh, I guy is or I boy? I guy. I guy, yeah. Because he wasn't a boy. He was a monster. <laughs> right. But I can't imagine that. Well, they... he once was a boy. <laughs> no, he was made out of clay by Finster and then squatting by the... Don't ruin it. It was okay. a good joke. All right. <laughs> he once was a boy and then he became a guy. Maybe iBoy will change his name to iGuy when he gets old enough. Maybe. Like Superboy became Superman. He didn't become right. Superguy. <laughs> He'll become I-Man and that'll be even worse. Superman will? Uh, yeah, uh, no, so iBoy. I iGuy? We'll be right back after this break. <laughs> We're back. All right. We're done with X Factor. Done with X Factor, yes. Okay. So uh, overall, I'd say X Factor is a good buy. I think the series will be interesting. If you're reading other X-Men books and you're not reading this one, you should just read this one and drop something boring. Yay! <laughs> there are so many X books, I don't even know. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there'll be... Oh, there, there will be a new one, because X of Swords will be coming out soon. Yeah. There's an ad for it, I There's believe, an ad in for there. It. Yeah, which I was making fun of. Um, yeah. Which is, the art is... Very nice. Promotional illustration by Mark Brooks, who does a lot of, like, the I promotional mean, ads. all he does is the covers. Right. Yeah. He doesn't do interiors, mm -mm. I guess. But it shows all the different X-Men characters, and they're all wielding different swords that are in some way reminiscent of their powers I or guess. their history. Yeah. Like, Wolverine's holding a katana, and mm -hmm. uh, Cyclops is holding a thing that looks kind of like a lightsaber, kind of like his optic glass, and Storms is made of lightning, and Iceman's is made of ice, and Nightcrawler's a fencer, so he's got a rapier. It looks <sighs> really stupid. It's so dumb. It looks like, it's like, this makes me think that somehow, secretly, Marvel got bought up by Toy Biz, and Toy Biz is like, we need to make more action figures, <laughs> and we're just going to make the same action figures, but we want them to come with swords, so you need to come up with an explanation for why every X-Man has a sword. Oh, God. I mean, Disney is a huge marketing, I mean, conglomerate, right? So they just want, they will definitely want to make toys of yeah. X-Men constantly, I swords, imagine. X of swords. Ugh. <sighs> Yeah, Head I of X, Jonathan Dickman presents the X-Men crossover 2020. Why do they all have to have swords? Why do they have to have swords? What? I don't know. Psylocke is holding two katanas. Ooh. Apocalypse has a sword. If anyone I mean, doesn't need a sword. Yeah. I mean, Psylocke has had swords. She's like the only one I could... Because she has... I mean, she has psionic... She's sometimes, she, well, yeah. she has a psionic swords. That's what she yeah. does. Are but they actually psionic no, swords? No, they're just the... the oh, they're actually The blades swords. that she wields. No one is holding... Except for Iceman. Mm -hmm. And I guess armor, because armors is like extending off of her armor. Okay. Um, None of them... Oh, I don't know who that is. This lady has like some sort of weird funky energy sword. Looks like it could be an aspect of her powers. Magic isn't in this picture. She actually has swords. That's a sword. That soul sword is a part of her power. Yeah. Oh man! Forges isn't really a sword; it's just a gun with a with a blade on it. Is Cable in there with like 
weaponized. C- cables in here with a big sword with a hole in it. <sighs> I guess to make it move faster. It can't just be like a gun sword. Uh, I guy, <laughs> I I boy is here with swords on the hilt, with eyeballs on the hilt of his sword. I'm, look at that. Oh no! Yeah, there's actually there's actually eyeballs. There should be eyeballs like all the way up yeah. on the swords. That he's I mean, uh, why, why do they have to look functional? This is a silly comic book with a silly idea. Yeah. I feel bad for the writer who... It's not Hickman actually writing it, I'm sure. Uh, I mean, it says head of X, Jonathan Hickman. Nah, he's just writing the idea, and then somebody else is writing it. Oh, Jonathan Hickman presents the X-Men crossover 2020. Yeah, because it's literally just Jonathan Hickman presents all X-Men now. Right. Because, like... Oh, like how every Marvel comic used to say Stan Lee presents? Right. Yeah. Because yeah. Jonathan Hickman saved X-Men. Because X-Men were literally, like, in the trash can before right. Hickman. Poor Hickman. Or X-Men. <laughs> Weird. And, like, the thing is, if slash when Marvel starts making movies, mm-hmm. they're going to reset the status quo like crazy. Oh, All yeah. this is going to be undone. Oh, yeah. Moira McTaggart probably won't even exist anymore. Or, or, or. they just do Jonathan Hickman's X-Men. <laughs> yeah. They'll start yeah, it with Secret Wars. Because that's what we want to see. I want to see it. We really want to see a three-hour movie where all, with no stakes. <laughs> Yeah. I liked reading House of X and Powers of X, but the Me time too. I finished it, I was like, I've never felt tension that whole time I was reading. I was just like, oh, then the, then what happened? Then they did what? Oh, okay. That's very interesting. <laughs> I liked it a lot. Yeah. No, it was it was, it was good. It was really but like, interesting, but it is like reading an essay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then here's a page of text. Oh, it's going to be a long time to read this. What timeline did this happen? <laughs> no, it is. It's like, it's, I mean, it's scientific. Yeah. Like if you like scientific things, you will love House of X. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're uncovering, like, a new chapter of X-Men, like, every five pages. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of scientific. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of scientific, yeah, science fiction. Science fiction. One of the great science fiction films of our time. Mm-hmm. Apparently, 20th Century Fox has uncovered, quote-unquote, mm. air quotes, uh, <laughs> a... Lost screenplay, or the original screenplay, it wasn't really lost. Right. Of Alien. <laughs> somebody and, had a copy. Yeah, somebody had a copy. They yeah. just didn't want to film it. Um, it's just chilling at James Cameron's house. <laughs> yeah. Or no, Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott's Ridley house. Scott, James Cameron was Alien. He was Aliens, right. Plural. Um, so Dark Horse, um, who, on all of their comics now, say our comeback will be bigger than our setback. It, with I I like that little thing because yeah. one the slogan while cheesy is like kind of good mm-hmm. but it looks like the comics code yeah it logo does. yeah which is a terrible thing the comics code yeah <laughs> well okay it's like yeah all right, right. <laughs> okay okay uh, yeah. I have an analogy sure you know how when you're about to watch a movie trailer and it's that green screen that tells you like the 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 uh, this preview is approved for all audiences, and the movie's rated whatever. Yeah, yeah. That is a symbol of censorship. Okay. Because it's the MPAA. It right, yeah. But you still get kind of hyped when you see it, because you're yeah. like, oh, cool, a trailer. Yeah, yeah. This is like that. Sure, I can see yeah. that. <laughs> Hopefully their comeback will be bigger and better. Yeah. Because uh, they're going to lose all of these things. They're going to lose a lot. Dark Horse is not doing well, from what I've heard. No, and... This is probably their last Alien book, too. Mm. Oh, right. they lost the license to Marvel. Uh. And Marvel's already previewed that they're doing an Alien versus Predator comic. Have we had... This might be a silly question. I'm sure we've had it. Have we had Alien versus Terminator? Yes. Have we had it as a movie directed by James Cameron? No. Okay, why not? Because he needs five Avatar movies. Oh, we also haven't had... We've had a comic. We haven't had, like, a movie at all. Yeah, That would be a way cooler movie. I'm good off Predator. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they've also done Alien versus Terminator versus Predator in the comics as well. Was Predator just like, you guys settle this one? <laughs> I think they all just kill I'm each out. other. Yeah. <laughs> I um, mean, Terminator wins because Terminator's not organic. Right? Yeah, but they could just melt his... Like, the alien has the blood that can just melt anything, so he can just melt Can it melt a T-1000? Hell yeah. Oh, I don't know. They didn't have a T-1000 yet. Oh, okay. It was just the, the T-700. 800? 800. Ooh, uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. You're the one the Terminator touches. It's 800, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Uh-oh. I'm pretty sure it was T-800. Yeah. What if it was, like, the T-22, and it was just, like, a foot? <laughs> there is the first T. What is that? The T-100? Is that in the first movie? No. no, 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 no. This is, like, the, the, yeah. super predate yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. they didn't just start at 800. No. Yeah. Why start there? I don't What's know. What's the number? 
<laughs> What's it mean? Yeah. <laughs> There's many different. Well, like, I had the Super Soaker 60, and I was like, well, I, I didn't have 1 through 59, so I don't think I'll understand what I'm doing. <laughs> I think it relates. I think that those numbers had to do with how much pressure it could get. I think that's what it meant. Really? Yeah, I think that had something to do. I read something that was like, because I had the Super Soaker 60 and the Super Soaker 35. Mm-hmm. And I got super soaked every summer. Every summer was Super Soaker time. I miss Super Soakers. I'm sure they still make them. Yeah, I don't think I'm at the the time in my life where I should start getting into that could water be a, guns again. That could be a perfectly fine socially distant activity. Like, <laughs> you and your friend arrange to meet at a park, you stay far away from each other, and you're just long-range shooting each other with water guns, then you go home. Can we pretend we're Terminators? <laughs> <laughs> you bring the sound system. Do, 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 do. Exactly. Sure. My phone makes it every time somebody calls. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's how you know the fight's on. They call you. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, back to Alien. Back to Alien, yeah. <laughs> So, Although yeah. I'm a cheater and I'd load my super soaker with alien spit. <laughs> oh, that seems very unfair. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is the original screenplay. Uh, I wanted to, of course, compare it to the original Alien movie, which I've seen I don't even know how many times mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> to see like what were the big big differences. Um, and there's quite a few. I also wonder, like, how much they actually adapt from the screenplay. Like, so of course, the first thing I notice is, um, well, everyone's naked. That's actually how they, when they wake up in stasis. Sure. Um, but the guy's hair cuts are very modern. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, when, what year does Alien take place? Uh... Like, super far in our future. Okay, so maybe they're, like, retro for them. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I that's, <laughs> that's one thing. Like, you go back and watch Star Wars, and it's like, oh, you could, like, this takes place in a place that isn't Earth, but everyone has 70s mustaches. Right, right. <laughs> true, true. I, I always think about it. It's like, well, it was 1979, so they should also have their, <laughs> their right. hair like it was 1979. But I guess it does take place in the future. Yeah. So you can make it however you want. Um, like maybe no hawks are a big thing, right? Well, the, he has like the flippy, the really like annoying, the shaved sides the shaved of the long top, he, yeah, that everybody has has yeah. right now, yeah, or maybe like a couple years ago. I feel like people are growing their hair out more now. Well, it's because we can't leave our houses. <laughs> yeah, the, the COVID cut. <laughs> right. A girl came in here um, the other day, like a young teenager. And she's like, oh, I love your hair so much. And I was like, oh, thanks. It's because I can't do anything with it. <laughs> and then I felt instantly bad because she was giving me a compliment. <laughs> and she just like had this like look of sadness. <laughs> 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 COVID makes me sad. Yeah, really. Uh, anyway, so they still have the cat. Sure, great. Um, everyone's waking up naked. Every, everything's, like, basically the same as they set up in the original Alien movie. It's still mm-hmm. a ship. There's still a cargo ship that is exploring space. Uh, the ship stops um, midway home to Earth, which is exactly the same in the Alien movie. Uh, the biggest difference in the beginning is that it's called—the uh, ship is called Snark instead of Nostromo. Okay. Which I think is a good change. From Thundercats? Yeah, I, uh, apparently. That's Snarf. That's oh, Snarf. snarf. That's, that's right. not Snark. That's right. Snarf. But uh, close. Yeah, that's okay. I can see why that was changed. Right. Nostromo <laughs> sounds like a Nostromo real... Nostromo sounds yeah. like a way better ship. So I should all say, so this was originally written by Dan O'Bannon. He's the original screenwriter. Right. Um, and then a lot of it was changed by... Um, uh, H.R. Uh, Geiger, Mobius, and Ron Cobb. Ron who? Cobb. Ron Cobb? Ron Cobb. So as in, there you can see their influence in this comic, or that mm-hmm. was, they changed it? No, they changed it after. From this from to Alien. the movie that it became. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Geiger and Mobius were all over. Yeah, they changed like the way yeah. everything looked on it and stuff. Um, yeah. yeah, didn't, uh, Geiger did designs... Oh, uh, wasn't the the Xenomorph design supposed to be or was potentially going to be in Jodorowsky's Dune as something else? Yes. Yeah, like there was a whole well, bunch a of, stuff, of stuff. A lot of stuff. But like that was there. such a specific, like it looks so close to what the Xenomorphs ended up being. It's right. like, wow, this could have just been in a completely different movie and not been its own right. crazy thing. Oh, it was also supposed to be originally titled Star Beast. 
So I think that was a good change as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get why. I think I think it still could have been impactful. But Star like, Beast? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. An alien? Yeah, totally. Star Beast 2. Star Beast 3. Well, it's Star Beasts. Oh, yeah, Star Beasts. Star Beasts. Yeah, Star Beasts 3 Resurrection. <laughs> yeah. Or no, just Star Beasts Resurrection. It's just well, so cheesy. Yeah. Star Beasts versus Predator. That's, that sounds pretty cool. <laughs> you know, some, like, names are... Uh, I mean, like, I was talking to Robert who also works here, about Friends yesterday. This uh-huh. is a weird example. Um, but <laughs> Friends was originally going to be titled Friends Like Us, uh-huh. which is kind of clunky. Yeah. And they settled on Friends, which is such a bad name for something. Right. Just Friends. What's the show about? Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like you only have one second to tell me what the premise is before I buy it. Yeah. Um, so Alien, I think Alien's a good name. And it, it, it's, I think that what the movie's about it really works because it's something that no one knows anything about, right? right. Um, but I don't know. I don't hate Star Beast. <laughs> oh, I hate it. I hate it so much. Okay, if they made a different movie called Star Beast, do you think you'd go see it? No. Okay. It, well, because it reminds me, of, it, it just sounds so cheesy, and Alien's not cheesy. Yeah. It's like, it reminds me of like Beastmaster, which I loved as Star a Beast child. Master? Star Beast Master. Star Beast Wars. <laughs> Beast Wars. There you go. All <laughs> right. of that. Um, yeah, and Beast Master, you know, has a nice place in my heart, or I hold dear. Mm-hmm. You try to rewatch it now, and you're like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the big... So, this is, like, only issue one. There's going to be four issues of this. Uh, like I said, the Nostromo is a much better name for a ship. Glad they edited and changed that. Mm-hmm. Um they're still not that big of differences. They get a distress call. Uh, same thing in the movie. They get a distress call on a far off. They they see like a planetoid. It's a moon mm-hmm. in the in the movie. Um, the company they work for always has them stop to get any if they get any kind of distress call in the movie. It's the ship called who's called Mother, mm-hmm. and so she makes them stop and they have to go check it out. Mm-hmm. Same thing here. And then when they go to land on the planet or the moon, um, their ship gets kind of messed up on the way down and they have to fix it. And then this pretty much stops as they're going to investigate um, where the distress call is coming from, which is a giant alien ship. Okay. Also the same thing in the movie. Sure. So really, again, no, not a big difference. Not that different. Because this is the second time Dark Horse has done something like this. Yeah. Uh, with the Star Wars thing. when they Also when they lost the license to that. Right. And to Marvel. The third time, they also did Alien 3, which was originally written by William Gibson. That oh. was completely different. Okay. And better. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, um, but I would say when I read the Star Wars. Right. It was. I read that and I was like, "Oh, I can see why this is a first draft because a lot of this sucks." Right. Is that what the vibe you're getting from this? Um, not really. It's just. It's very similar. What's different is all of the designs. Okay. And like the names. Otherwise, I mean, this. Like I said, it's only the first one. Maybe it's going to get completely different. Right. Um. But like when they get to the ship, the engineer, which is in like the big giant alien, would you only see it for a second in mm-hmm. the movie. Um, and that's what Mobius like really designed, and he looks absolutely amazing. And uh, Ridley Scott actually cut a huge chunk of that out of the original hmm. cut. And when you watch like the extended cut, you see it a lot longer, and it's just one of the coolest scenes in the movie. Um, cool. And in this, he looks very, very different. He kind of just looks like. I don't know. It kind of looks like Groot. <laughs> <laughs> so it just wouldn't have made like such a big impact. Sure. I think on me. Um, and then you get to like the egg chamber and this is very different too. You don't, uh, the alien doesn't like attack him in the egg chamber right away. They just like look at it. They see a bunch of empty eggs and they're like, ah, and they go back to the ship. Mm -hmm. So that's not as impactful either. So that's pretty much it. Cool. Uh, I definitely read the second issue. I want to know what else is different. Huge alien fan. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so check that out. Support Dark Horse. Yeah, while well, well, you still can. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering if, like, because I know they don't own Hellboy, but they publish Hellboy. Yes. So were Dark Horse to go under, do you think that Hellboy would go to Marvel? No, because Magnolia does own Hellboy. Right, but do you think that he might go to them oh. for, like, for, you know, because no. they're not going to no buy way. the rights to Hellboy. Because, yeah, well, that, well, that's the point right there. He'd have to go to, like, Image 
or to... Oh, yeah, he could just go to Image. He could just go to Image, or yeah. he, he could go anywhere he wanted. He could probably start his own company if he really wanted to. Mm-hmm. He has so much money. Um, but, yeah, he could go to Boom. He like That's probably where he'd go, I would yeah, think. Yeah, Image or Boom. Yeah. I bet Image. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Well, because he'd, he'd get 100% of his creative rights. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Boom, you give up, like, a percentage of that, because Fox owns Boom. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Boom mostly does, like, license books. Though, Disney owns Fox now. So I actually don't know where Boom stands in that. Disney doesn't at all, because there's still a good amount of Fox stuff that they don't have their fingers in. That's true. So maybe not. Yeah. Maybe they don't own that percentage. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Do you want to do some news? Yeah, what's in the news? What's in the news? Uh, let me bring up the news. Great. You had a news story about... Did I? Dragon Ball? Oh, oh. The, well, you you grabbed it. <laughs> That's true, I did yeah. grab it. Here it is. Uh, Dragon Ball Z is anime porn, warns Florida congressional candidate. This was written by John Averdon, the great John Averdon at CBR.com. Okay. <laughs> so I didn't read this article. I posted it to my Facebook, and I didn't read it. I just thought the caption was funny, and I thought the picture of Goku giving a thumbs up was a great thing to include. And what I wanted to say, I decided this was too dorky, but I would say it was the only thing. And he's like, it's it's anime porn, and it's dangerous. And I'm like, the only thing dangerous is getting on Goku's bad side. But I decided that was too dorky to put on my, like, public-facing Facebook page. I think that's hilarious. Yeah, I thought it was really stri- I was like, this is, it's so stupid. So I just decided to leave it alone. Uh, so... <laughs> But what I'm wondering is, how could this possibly have come up? And two, why now? <laughs> Dragon Ball is 30 years old. Right. Uh, and has featured nudity. Mm-hmm. Um, also, hey, Florida Congressman, why do you know what anime porn is? Uh-huh, because he probably watches a lot of it. Yeah. He's, but, well, my favorite quote from all of this is him saying, they are now... Introducing a great deal of anime porn into the internet matrix. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What's the internet matrix? How there should be like a a very simple current events trivia quiz that you have to take if you want to run for public office. Absolutely. And if you don't, if you, if someone's like, "What's TikTok?" You, I mean, I'm not saying you have to use TikTok no. or even go on it, but you should know what it is. Correct. Yes. Uh. Oh my God. <laughs> What's the Matrix? What's the, yeah, the, inter- <laughs> internet, the internet Matrix. Dragon Ball Z, is, this is another quote. Right. Dragon Ball Z is one of the top issues here. The top, out of all of them. What? They are sexualizing cartoon characters to push a depraved agenda on our kids. What's next? Where will it end? Is he running for state Congress or like? Yes. Okay, not, not running for like the House of Representatives. No. He's not looking to unseat Rashida Talab or something. Mm-mm. Uh, I don't think he's going to win either. Oh God. What a, what a loon. Yeah. There's so many loons is, out is there. He, is he Republican? Yeah, he's of course Oh, okay. Is. Well, I mean, as opposed to like a third party. Oh, That's yeah, a, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm no, not. No, he's a Republican, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Like, if he was running on some weird, like, we hate anime party, I'd be like, all right, so this is just a joke. <laughs> this is like Joe Exotic. This is just like a bit. We hate anime party? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh, also, from our friends over at CBR. The comic book resources. Comic book resources. Well, I used to get all my. Can you buy CBD book- from CBR? Maybe. They should. They should. Yeah. Um, I was really excited about this movie called Antebellum. Not Lady Antebellum. Boo. Let's not confuse the two. Not even Lady Antebellum anymore. You heard all that mess. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're Lady A. Lady which A. Which is already a person's name, yeah. and then they're suing that person. They're suing that person. Who is black? <laughs> Who's a black Who's a black woman? A black female vocalist. Yes. Just doing her thing. Who's had that name for 15, 10 to 15 years? Uh, just long, longer. That's the only thing a that matters. A very long time. Yeah. And but she, it was over 10 years. And she's doing her thing. Yeah. And they're like, well, we want your name, so we're suing you. Yeah. Go to hell, Lady Annabella. Your music already sucked. Ugh. They've had one hit song. One. Which one? I don't know. I can't remember it. Yeah, I know. I, know. <laughs> I, I worked enough karaoke nights on cruise ships. I've probably heard it a million times. Oh, you probably have. Yeah. Anywho, there's another Antebellum that's not suing Lady Antebellum or... Lady A. <laughs> right. 
Uh, starring. <laughs> starring. They're not involved. They're not involved. Uh, starring Janelle Monet. Oh, great. Yeah. I was yeah. super excited about it. It's a horror film. Okay. Um, and it's going to be skipping U.S. theater release. Boo. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, everything I know. Is. At least it's coming out, yeah. though. Uh, it's from Lionsgate. You know, they put out a lot of horror movies. Mm-hmm. Um, it's from the same producers that uh, did Get Out and Us. Cool. Um, I think they're just doing a lot of, like, black horror movies now. Which great. Is really fucking cool. That's a great idea. Right? Yeah. I'm super excited about this. Um, <laughs> you know, I saw Get Out in, in, a, in like, Brooklyn in, in a pretty, like, what neighborhood was it? Was it Red Hook? I don't remember. Uh-huh. But uh, me and my roommate were the only white people in the audience, and it was one of my favorite movie-going experiences of my entire <laughs> life. It was it was great. I saw it at Grant Lake Theater, and it was cool. pretty similar, actually. Yeah. Uh, it was very crowded, and it, yeah, it was great. And then I saw Black <laughs> Panther in Oakland, and oh, when yeah. it said Oakland 1990, yay, yay! Yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, I was cheering. You just that, was that, right? that was me. That was me. Everyone else was like, shut up, dude. <laughs> Bunch of nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Every Marvel movie ever. Right. <laughs> For me. <laughs> Only one in the theater. Woo! <laughs> they mentioned the Shia! <laughs> My husband's just like, get me out of here. I don't know her. We saw Guardians of the Galaxy together. We did. And when the space dog showed up, you were like, Jacob, Jacob, Jacob. You were like shoving me. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's, that's, we just have to see them all together. Right. It's sad otherwise. We also saw Age of Ultron together, but that movie wasn't fun. So. <laughs> <Sick>. <laughs> right. Just me and Jesse. Yeah. Just like, oh, man. Oh, shout out to Jesse. We hope you feel better. Oh, yeah. Hope your mouth is good. <laughs> Have you been following him on his? So Jesse Het, if you don't follow him on Instagram, it's Jesse the Head or the Jesse Head. I don't remember. Jesse the Head. Jesse the Head. Mm-hmm. Uh, he broke his jaw in a bicycle accident, yeah. and so he's been reviewing smoothies on his Instagram stories. Yeah, and he just says how much they suck. <laughs> it's really funny. Yeah, I told him on his. I was like, I can't wait to see all the reviews you have on blended foods. Right. I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he must have took it to heart. Yeah. <laughs> well, good idea. I hope you feel better, Jesse. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, so... He just takes his zip and he's like, whoa, this is really awful. <laughs> he can't even do that! He, we, no, he can, t- he can, he can talk. talk. Yeah, he oh. just can't open his mouth. Yeah, It's like the Kanye West song, Through the Wire. Like, he can just do this. Like, he can still understand basically everything I'm saying. Uh, when my aunt had heard what jaw wired shut, she couldn't even, like, make words. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm, that's good. Yeah. I'm glad he can do that. Yeah, he can talk. Uh, so, anyways, Antebellum <laughs> is going to be... <laughs> what, what, what are we talking about? <laughs> it is horrible yeah. what's happening to Jesse. Uh, <laughs> Antebellum is going to be direct to DVD. DVD. That's not a thing. No. Direct to your <laughs> video. Direct to Betamax. Oh. Oh, man. Don't, don't mess with Beta. <laughs> I, was, I think Beta was, like, gone by the time I was old enough oh, to yeah, write that's movies. that's probably true, yes. Yeah. I loved Beta. I, I watched one movie on Laserdisc, and I think that it should have gotten a better do, honestly. Yes. Yeah. It was way better than VHS. Mm-hmm. Ooh, this is, this is big news. Okay, so Black Adam Ooh. has its first trailer, but not really. Like a teaser. It's a teaser teaser. Is it The Rock? It is The Rock. Cool. Um, So DC is doing a DC fandom. I don't know what that means. Oh, it's like their digital DC only convention or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, their reels are star studded guest list for 24 hour virtual events. Mm -hmm. And they have this like very quick, like little sneak peek Mm -hmm. of The Rock as Black Adam. Cool. Which they're releasing in theaters, I think. It was like December 2021 or something like that. They're going to wait. Hopefully we can see movies at that point. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh The list, though, of all of these people is yeah. insane. Yeah, Cena tweeted about it. That's the only reason I even know it's a thing. Because uh, he's in Suicide Squad. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. That's right. John Cena. Woo-doo! <laughs> um, so the last person, though, I want to mention on this list is Zack Snyder. And I'm like, why is Zack Snyder going to be there? Because he's still their guy. No, but why? He's not supposed to be making movies for them anymore. Why not? Because Justice League was it, and then they were supposed to kick him out the door. But the fans were so angry that they're making the Snyder Cut. No. That they're releasing this, that's going to be I released. Mean, yeah, because and so, they but, had to pay him still. Yeah, but like, 
I think that DC probably saw that and were like, you know what? Maybe people like the money that we're making is from people who really want this. And all these movies are bad. Like I'm not I'm not breaking new ground here when I say that every DC movie, with the exception of Wonder Woman and Shazam, had its moments. But definitely all the ones held by Zack Snyder have been god awful. Yes, Man of Steel sucked. Batman. I didn't see Batman movies Superman or Justice League, but. If I would have, if people have told me that they were good, but mm-hmm. no one can say that to my no face. No one can say that. So, the but they're still making money, which means that they have an audience, which means that Zack Snyder <sighs> understands something about the movie going public that other people who like movies don't. No. But his style is old and done. Yeah. Like, he can't do anything else. Like, it's always dark. It's always slow. 300 was great. Yeah, but that, like... Watchmen was, yeah, you know, fine. Not as good as the HBO show. No. No, nothing will be as good as that HBO show. Yeah, that was. If, I I never thought I'd we'd get a Watchmen two, and I ever wanted one. But if we got one, I'm glad it's this one. Also, in superhero movie news, uh, the new mutants. If it ever comes out, <laughs> <laughs> there's another trailer. Uh, we were talking about magic earlier, right? Uh, Ileana Rasputin. They show her powers now in a new trailer, uh. and I'm very excited. I just want to see this movie. It's been like four years right. that it's supposed to have come out now. Um, I heard that it was going to be released VOD as well. Sure. But Fox pulled that back again. They want the theater money, which I understand. I mean, Bill and Ted is getting a simultaneous release. Yeah. They're going to be at, like, select drive-ins and other theaters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a funny... So, uh, um, the kid who stars in Moonrise Kingdom, the boy, Jared something, he uh, posted a thing today that was like, it's my understanding that a lot of movie theaters are using Moonrise Kingdom to get people to go back into theaters. Don't do it. Moonrise <laughs> Kingdom isn't as good of a movie as you think it is. Well, I liked Moonrise Kingdom. Watch it at home. It's not worth dying over. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's, what, that's what he says. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have not watched it since I was in theaters. Yeah. So I guess I didn't like it that much to rewatch it again. I, I, I've seen most Wes Anderson movies more than once, and I've only seen that one once. Yeah. Oh, and Budapest. I didn't really care for that one. I didn't really care for it that one either. Little, uh, it was too much. There was a lot of things happening. Yeah. Uh, so New Mutants does say it's supposed to get a worldwide release on August 28th. The internet's pretty wide. It is pretty wide. That was the whole world. Yeah. Maybe it'll be at the drive-in. Uh, More yeah. movies should be at the drive-in. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. I mean, this has, like I said, it's been four years, right? Four mm-hmm. years? 2018. Okay, sorry. Two years. Yeah. It feels like four years. I mean, it's got um, uh, Maisie Williams, mm-hmm. well, perfect casting as Wolfsbane, and it's got uh, the um, Will's older brother, Will Byers' older brother, I, f- I forget the name of his character in Stranger Things. Yes. Um, he's in it mm-hmm. as a different new mutant. If I had to guess, I'd say Cannonball? I don't know. Yeah, I think it's Cannonball. Uh but, like, now his moment has sort of, like, because when Stranger Things season one came out, he was, like, the biggest thing. Right. And now his moment's kind of, his star's kind of faded. Right. Uh, so, hey, good for him. He still gets to be in a major movie. And they went back and added Warlock later. Oh, word? Yeah. That oh. was, originally, they cut it. They didn't like the original cut, and they thought it was too spooky, mm-hmm. which it's supposed to be. Demon Bear. Demon Bear. Yeah. Exactly. But then they also wanted to go back and add Warlock to it. So I don't like when they do weird cuts like that. Mm-hmm. So I hope one day... Well, we'll... like digitally insert Warlock. Yeah. And it's like, really, no one's looking at him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he should just be all scritchy and weird anyways. Yeah. So. I don't know. Ugh, I can't I can't imagine that looking good. I can't imagine either. Because he looks weird and different every panel. Because he's he always looked like he was supposed to be. Yeah. Warlock was such a cool character. Oh... Well, we'll see. We'll see what we'll happens. See. <laughs> uh, one final piece of movie news. Uh, mm-hmm. This is something that everyone already knows about, but uh, we'll talk about it. Uh, Mulan is coming to Disney Plus. Plus $30. Plus $30. That's what the plus is for. That's so much money. That's a lot of I money. I can't imagine people paying that. Like, a lot of people? No, no way. To watch it on your TV? They're, they're, Disney Plus is helping to bring back piracy. Yeah. Because I'm, I, like, I'll risk having my internet shut off. <laughs> More before I'll pay thirty dollars. Oh yeah, that's ridiculous. A VPN to make it so they can't shut off my internet is fifteen dollars a month. Yeah, I'll just do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they can't. They can still shut it off. They can still shut it off. Yeah. yeah. They don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> Comcast. FBI. Oh. <laughs> we have one. The FBI people who put the warnings at the beginning of the cassette tapes. Oh right. Yeah. I remember those. Yeah. We don't see those anymore. That was another like, oh, we're in for some cool shit. <laughs> No, if you get, like, I mean, you would never watch DVDs anymore, because no. why would you? But uh, there's some things that you it's really hard to find online. Uh, so uh, I got the DVD of Human Planet, and they have, at the beginning, it's like, don't steal this, don't pirate this. You know, it's the yeah, same. It's the, the same, same thing that we always see. Yeah, I'm really worried about that Mulan release, too, because why 
out of all of the movies, like that's one of their most expensive mm-hmm. ones that they've made. Would they release that one? Well, um, I think they looked at how much money Trolls World Tour made. Because that was supposed to be in theaters. Uh-huh. And did you hear about this? Did we talk about this? No. So Trolls World 2, the, the world, Trolls World Tour. Wow. That's two? hard. Tro- it's, it is the second one. It is the second one. But it doesn't say two anywhere in the okay. title. Trolls, we could just call it Trolls 2. Uh-huh. Uh, was supposed to be released in theaters, and then I think it was supposed to come out in like April or something. Right. So we were in full lockdown. No one was going to theaters. No one was going right. anywhere. So DreamWorks is like, fuck it. We'll just put it online for like... Fifteen dollars right. a down or something, you know, what a movie premieres? How much a movie costs right. to premiere? And they made so much money that they thought there was rumors that they would just stop putting their movies in theaters altogether and strictly do VOD releases. Jesus, I mean, not stop doing theaters altogether, but like right. fewer theaters, more emphasis on this, more mm-hmm. emphasis on solo releases. Well, okay, for that one, it's a kids movie, like right? Little kids. Yeah. I would never watch that movie. Right? There's too much singing, bad singing. Right. First of all. Ugh. And trolls. You don't like Justin Timberlake and Anna Kendrick as a romantic pairing where they both are little trolls? <laughs> I'm going to say no The McElroy brothers are in it. Uh, who? They, they do a podcast that I like, and they no. did a podcast demanding that they be in Trolls 2, and they won. It's <laughs> oh a small my. part. <laughs> they play a three-handed monster. It's awesome. Uh, <laughs> I didn't you, see it. I was like, did you watch this no, movie? I didn't watch it. Oh I, what, I, I thought about watching it because I like their podcast, but yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Anyways, it's a kid's movie. It's definitely, what, G-rated? It, yeah. Maybe PG. Probably G, though. No. Nobody right. does G anymore, so yeah, it's, it's probably uh, PG. Okay. Really? No one does G? G's basically over. If you put out a G-rated movie, people are like, this is for preschoolers, and it's not good marketing. So uh-huh. the, even Disney movies aren't aren't G. Well, that's what I'm saying, yeah. So the Disney, well, Mulan is PG-13. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I was like, whoa, when I first saw that, I was yeah. very surprised because of all the violence. They say fucking. Do they say fuck? <laughs> no, but they could. <laughs> I mean, they could have They can only say it once, though. They could say it once. Yeah. Maybe they I'm too. tired of all these fucking Huns. <laughs> if you got one fucking Mulan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, time to go after my fucking arranged marriage. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> she is probably very tired of what's happening. You're telling me this is a fucking lucky cricket? <laughs> right. I have to bring on to my fucking family. <laughs> I hate this fucking haircut. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, better, I better get out of this lake before they see my fucking boobs. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Or just uh, the villain says fuck right before he gets blown up. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> oh my god. All right. <laughs> Oh, uh, this is, is good. PG-13. <laughs> I don't think that they're going to uh, be able to make as much money as the Trolls movie. Well, we spoke about this off the air. Yeah. But you think it's so they can get it released in China. I Yes. Because the theaters get it, are open in China. Yes. They're going to release it. Well, also, just in New Zealand, everywhere else. Yeah. Um, but South in America, Korea. I don't think, because... Also, racism. Right. Uh, I don't think that they're going to be able to make the kind of money. And I think they're kind of just dumping it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah. recover their finances or their losses. Which costs more to make, do you think? Which had a higher budget, Mulan or Black Widow? <sighs> Probably Mulan, I yeah. Would think, yeah. And I think that Mulan would have made more money, too. Yeah. So it's weird that they're doing Mulan and not doing Black Widow. That's why I think they're doing it, though. Yeah. For the China market. Yeah. yeah. And then, the, and like, enough people, they'll, they'll make a good amount of money. You know, we'll see. This is a new thing. Yeah, we'll see. Like, if this makes them a lot of money, then this could be, like... A weird sign for movie theaters. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I love going to movie theaters, but also I realize that, like, they're ex- it's expensive. Well, a lot of movie theaters have been cutting their prices, too. Oh, so, like, yeah. right now? Like, right. not in no, California? No, no, not right but... now. Before that. Oh, really? Like, the theater near me, $6 matinees all week. Oh, okay. And it Even new sells. releases? New releases, too. Wow. Yeah. And it works. Mm-hmm. Like, it's always busy there. Mm-hmm. Always. And, like, people take their kids there all the time. Yeah. Um, and they just charge a shit ton for, you know, concessions still. Sure, that's yeah, because money. always, yeah, but that's why you wear cargo shorts and bring in your own snow caps. I love, that's what I miss about theaters. Is snow, getting, oh, snow caps is cocaine. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta bring your own. You can never, <laughs> the stuff in the movie theater is never as good. Uh, the thing is, I, what I love is going to Hilltop and seeing all, like, the artsy movies that no one wants to see, and then getting the entire theater to myself. Hilltop Mall has... 
A theater still? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, they built a different one. It's a better. Not oh. in the mall anymore. Oh, okay. It's like across the street from the mall. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. They usually just people just bring their kids there. Mm-hmm. So, like, Dora the Explorer was playing there. Oh, the live action yeah. one? Dora and the, the, the Lost City of Cursed Gold or <laughs> right. something? Which yeah. is now an on demand. You can watch that. Sure. <laughs> on Hulu, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went to go see, like, I don't know. It wasn't the lighthouse, but I saw that at Piedmont Theater, but something like that, you mm-hmm. know, very like highbrow, like artsy, and no one was there. And I was like, oh, to myself, you know, <laughs> watch Dora. <laughs> My own theater. Nice. Yeah. Um, oh, one, one last thing. Uh, so we talked about Tenet and how they're not going to release it anywhere. Nolan isn't right. going to release it. Except he did just say this was one day ago, a one day ago update from mm-hmm. Nolan uh, that he is going to release it a Chinese theatrical release date. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. September 4th. All right. So which so. means the bootlegs will be on the internet by September four and a half. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but I want it here. So maybe he will release it. Yeah, I, I hope that people can figure out how to make drive-ins work. Yeah. Here, I'll, I'll put it, the idea for free on the podcast. You project the movie for free, and you charge people to use the app so they can get the sound. Yeah. That is it. Yeah. It's that simple. It's so easy. That would be awesome. People yeah. would do it. Then I can use my Bluetooth speaker. Right. And Instead not... of using your car radio. Right. Yeah, you you pay. Not It wouldn't have to be that much money. You could and you could park your car there for free. If yeah. you just want to drive up and watch for free, mm-hmm. you can park your car there for free. But if you want to, if you want to hear anything, bring your own food. Then, the, then they don't make money. Oh, okay, yeah. Maybe they could have like you know people going going around and you have to like order on the app and they find you and yeah, yeah, that could work too. Yeah, yeah. Put your license plate number in there and then they yeah, yeah. Oh, I like that. All right, well, think about it, drive-ins. If yeah, you're really. <laughs> All right, uh, I think that's it. Yeah. Right? yeah. As I choke. Don't worry. I'm just choking on saliva, not COVID. <laughs> and I didn't fall out of my stool this time. Yay! Yeah. We're already winning. One week in a row. All right. <laughs> uh, anything? Oh, uh, follow me on Twitter at Jacob S. Rubin, also Instagram. Follow me at Jess uh, Ross. That's not my name anymore. I'm, no. No. At Jessa Belboni <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram. One day I'll learn my own name. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and yeah, come to the store, 3090 Claremont in Berkeley, California. We're open seven days a week. Sure are. Also come to At Ghost Town Brewing, or follow At Ghost Town Brewing. I'm ruining this end of the show. And Boo to a Goose. <laughs> Boo to a Goose. That's my Listen podcast. to Boo to a Goose. Yeah. Yep. Okay, I'm Jessica Belboni. And I'm Jacob Rubin. And we'll, we'll talk to you guys next week. We'll, we'll, we'll escape. Escape next week. week. We'll escape. Finally, we'll escape from doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.